Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. If you are genuinely passionate, that's the only thing that I I think is really going to get you through the lows. Has it been your dream to become an engineer, to switch from the job that you're working right now, be taken seriously, get a full-time salary and be coding? Then go to HackReactor.com, the trusted resource to become a credible engineer. That's HackReactor.com slash scholarships if you want to check out more on how to become an engineer at no cost at all. Remember to enter in the code WeRLATech. We could not do this without the community believing in our vision together. We Are LA Tech is independently funded, funded by you, the community. So to support We Are LA Tech, go to patreon.com slash We Are LA Tech. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash We Are LA Tech. Welcome back to the We Are LA Tech podcast. I have your next LA startup spotlight for you. So awesome. An incredible female founder with the epic newsletter for all things beauty. Hello, Katya. Tell us about it. Hi, everyone. I'm super excited to be here. Um, We are building a weekly newsletter focused on self-care for millennials. And we send it out every Friday. It's a really fun, digestible email We cover the latest in beauty. Um, I basically uh, am the algorithm. I check (laughs) around like uh, 30 websites every week um, and pick out the best stories and um, cover them in a really sort of fun, humorous way in the newsletter. Um, And we also have an Ask the Experts section where we take in our users um, beauty questions and skincare and makeup and our um, makeup artists and estheticians uh, give us answers. And and tell us, who are you? Um, It's a great question. (laughs) Who am I? Um, My name is Katia Mary and I'm the founder of Mira. I graduated from Stanford in 2014. Actually, let me back up. So I'm an L.A. native. I was born and raised in L.A., um, born and raised in the West Side and uh, after high school, um, I then became a sort of Bay Area transplant. And um, I graduated from Stanford in 2014 and studied um, science, technology, and society, which is like a fancy way of just saying Silicon Valley. Um, <laughs> it makes sense nowhere else in the world, but uh, it makes sense if you're in startups in the Bay Area. I actually I didn't it. get a job um, my junior year of college yeah. at this um, bank that just ultimately just could not wrap their head around science, technology, and society. And they just like chalked me off to being some California girl. Um, but um, the, the kind of privilege of being in the Bay Area um, allowed me to just become fully immersed in the startup ecosystem while I was still a student. And during my senior year of college, um, I started interning at an early stage venture fund. At the time, it was called Pejmon Mar Ventures. Um, now it's uh, rebranded to uh, Pear Ventures, which is an early stage seed fund in Palo Alto. And when I joined, it was just the two managing partners, Pejmon and Mar, and an admin. And then I joined the team as a senior in school and sort of became the... Uh, 
the everything <laughs> employee from taking meetings to setting up a diligence process, sort of like everything. Right. Um, setting up, you know, helping set up the summer incubator, um, uh, sourcing deals. And uh, we were able to be, uh, we, we grew a lot during, right. during my senior year. So I came on full time as the first hire on the investment team um, after I graduated. Um, and that was just an incredible platform to get to know so many amazing people in the world of technology, right. get to see you know, a ton of startups. Um, and, and I really, you know, I've always been an entrepreneur at heart. So um, uh, about, uh, you know, a year ago, I, there was an opportunity within our portfolio right. to um, essentially come in and uh, help salvage one of our companies. Um, we had an early stage company called Script. Right. And unfortunately, the founders had to step down for various reasons. And we were sort of left with these assets that we didn't know what to do with. So I came on board initially as part of Pair. But then I came on and became the um, you know, acting CEO of that company um, for the good majority of last year. That's really incredible. It was really interesting. It was a crazy journey. And um it was awesome. I, I then joined uh, the Pear Incubator last summer um, and took the assets that were basically broken. It was a uh, photo editing app. Right. Um, and once iOS 9 came out, the app wasn't supported anymore. So it basically was just didn't work. So I worked with an engineer to, to relaunch the apps into the app store. They weren't gaining a ton of traction. So we figured, okay, if we want to save this company, we need to come up with a new product, but leverage the assets. Yeah. So we came up with um, an emoji, uh, an emoji product initially on um, launched on iOS 10. Uh, last summer, that was like the thing to do. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, the uh, app store, on iMessage just hasn't really taken off. The adoption hasn't been there, but at the time it was a really great idea. So we launched that. And uh, unfortunately, you know, towards the end of last year when we were trying to raise right. new money for the company, um, the baggage of that company yeah. um, made it ultimately uninvestable. I mean, there's so much that I want to ask you, but because we are yes. focused on your new, new company app, now, so, yeah. would you consider coming back one day to doing an episode for the Women in Tech podcast oh, so we could totally. get your full story? Yeah, I would love to. It was a very unique, yeah. wild ride, and I'd love to sort of share my um, crazy experience with anybody who will listen. I mean, being in venture capital straight out of out of college, right? Or you were still in college. I was even in college You were in college, and then becoming a first-time CEO, like— to a venture back company. Like these are incredible things that I think everybody would love to hearing more about. So that'd be cool awesome. if you're yeah, down. I'd love yeah. To. But let's, so when were you inspired to yes, create totally. your company now? Totally. So, um, and it's called Mira. Mira. Yes. So towards the end of last year, when, you know, we were in the process of trying to raise money and, um, basically we had those issues with the cap table and basically just, the baggage that, that came to light, um, I lost all the IP that I had been working on. Right. And I had to start over again. And, you know, at that point, this was end of um, 2016. And, you know, I, during, during that process of sort of running script, I had met an amazing designer, an amazing engineer. And um, when we lost all our IP, sort of took a look in the mirror and said, you know, what do we want to build? What right. do we actually want to build? We don't right. have to build anything that anybody else wants us to build at this point. We right. have no new money coming in. We're starting all over again. Right. And I've always been passionate about the intersection of beauty and technology. Yeah. 
So when I was sort of faced with, okay, what do I want to build now? It was very clear to me that I had to build Mira. Um, and is it M-I-R-A? It's M-I-R-R-A, Mira. It was inspired by Mira Mira on the wall. Uh-huh, um, <laughs> sort of corny, but you know, M-I-R-A I love com. Uh, it's askmira.com. Okay, ask M-I-R-R-A.com. Yes. Okay. And um, I've always had trouble with my skin. Right now, you can probably see I'm having a slight allergic reaction on my face. But because I've always... You guys, she looks beautiful. No. Just, I'm just saying you guys can't <laughs> no. see her right now. She looks perfect, but I get Thank it. Thank you. But, yes. you know, I, it's always been a struggle of mine yeah. to find the right beauty products. Um, and um, because of that, I've turn to the internet to do my homework. Yeah. And being a woman who loves beauty, loves the world of cosmetics, and has had a number of issues um, within that space, I realized, you know, there is no sort of trusted platform. There is no one place I can go to to get my beauty questions right, answered. Right, right. There's a number of bloggers online, and um, the internet is really just filled with yeah. quote-unquote fake news. Um, and a lot of really good gems hidden, hidden um, on our social feeds, right, on but blogs. How can but you how do you access know? them? Yeah, and how do you know what's real from what's not anymore? Exactly. And so you, that's why it's important that someone like you comes around and curates the really good stuff, and then you know spoon feeds it to us so that we could feel safe with the information that we're taking in. I think you just nailed it uh, with the word safety. That's huge, um, especially within you know, beauty, not only is beauty a very personal experience. Right. Um, that we, and we also, as women, we're, we often get taken advantage of um, by marketers that are trying to kind of um, tug at our insecurities. Right. You know, not only that, but, you know, beauty products are often filled with chemicals that make you less beautiful in the long run. Right, right. They're filled, they're packed with uh, chemicals that are super harmful to your skin, um, your reproductive organs. Um, and, you know, fortunately, we're just starting to see this this movement really take off and the, the, the movement of, of clean beauty. Right. So our premise is not just to curate beauty and wellness, but really make sure that we're focusing on um, uh, your beauty in the short and long term, meaning that we take a clean beauty sort of non-toxic and cruelty-free approach to everything we we recommend. We'll tell you, you know, what's happening out there. But if there's ever a recommendation from, from that's coming from us, it's clean, right? And um, a, a big portion of um, our our newsletter is dedicated to ask the experts. So our readers um, will, you know, hit reply. Super right. simple. Uh, send us a question that they want us to cover. Like, hey, you know, I'm having. Um, you know, super dry skin around my eyes. You know, how can I, how can I fix this? And we have a community of beauty experts that are all certified estheticians or makeup artists that all have a focus on clean beauty that kind of help us uh, uh, basically just deliver the best answer to you as well. I love it. And okay, so when you started, you started with a web app. Yes. But then you pivoted. Yes. Now, first, how did you even know? Do you have a programming background? Uh, a little bit. So um, I was working with an engineer over the past few months. Um, so it's actually really interesting because we started off with a web app. And then I was telling you this earlier, we essentially became more low tech. Uh, why? And it, it's actually to our advantage to change from a mobile web app to a newsletter to really get more traction. Right. Initially, um, initially, because the premise behind the mobile web app was to 
bring users personalized um, answers to their beauty questions. So uh, a user would come onto the app, fill out a beauty profile. You would understand your uh, skin preferences, right. your hair color, eye color. Right. Um, and then you would see a feed of recent Q&A that we think that somebody like you might want to read. And then there was a big call to action that said ask so that you can ask a question and then we would match you with the best expert to answer your right. question. And after creating that web app and launching it over the past few months, I actually had some really surprising learnings. Um, one was that people are much more interested in checking the app and looking for cool content. Right. Um, and we're less interested in asking questions. And in order for us to become top of mind and really get mind share with the right. user, it's much more important for us to make sure that we find the right content that people actually want to read. Totally. So that when you have a burning question, you don't go to Google and you come yeah. to us. Totally. So so we, we, we became uh, lower tech and we, we decided, okay, what's a cheap, fast way that we can start delivering a product that users can love and benefit from without needing to have a network effect on day one. Right. So for us, we're collecting valuable content on day one. We don't have to wait for a critical mass of users. And, um, you know, for users, they start getting a benefit from Mira the first time they get an email. Yeah. Um, so I it's a really big win-win. I mean, thank you. I love, this conversation is amazing. I love this space. Yeah, so. and your passion is so obvious. It's very exciting listening to you speak. Thank like, you. You just have a lot of umph behind. I love I mean, it. I'm like, there's a big opportunity cost, as most entrepreneurs know, um, to jumping in and doing a startup. So I, I firmly believe that if you don't have, if you're not crazy about a certain space, don't don't become an entrepreneur. Um, you have to be obsessed. Um, and that's really what's getting me through this uh, experience. I mean, let's talk about it. Did you have you self-funded or do you have any um, investment in it? So um, we've bootstrapped to date, uh, mainly because coming from a, a um, background of venture, I realized that a lot of early stage companies that raise before they have product market fit often get into trouble with their investors or, or feel like they have to hit these these benchmarks Um early on when maybe they don't have product market fit. And if I had um, raised earlier, then I would have been more hesitant to stop making a web app and yeah. switching to a new uh, uh, product. Because it's not tech sexy. Exactly. Or, <laughs> yeah. or it's also like, okay, well, you just started getting some metrics there. Why yeah. are you completely switching totally. and, and starting your traction from day one, from, from, yeah. from the start again? Um, so it's been really important to be lean up until this point um, and, and self-fund as a, as, a as a result of that. And I've been very fortunate that, you know, I'm from LA, I have a support system out here. Um, but now that uh, we're gaining traction with this uh, new approach, uh, we're definitely circling the drain um, when it comes to product market fit. So we're going to be raising a kind of small kind of pre-seed round with, with people that we trust very soon. And just to jump forward for a second, I like to ask toward the end of the interview, but I'm going to ask now, sure. <laughs> if you had one ask of the, the community, since we have thousands of people listening, something that they could do to support you in your success in building this company, what would that ask be? I would love feedback on the newsletter. No, <laughs> no you just said you're about to raise money. Oh. <laughs> what is your ask? Sorry, I'm so product focused. <laughs> um, I need to be thinking more about investment investment, but I'm just so obsessed with the product okay, and want to get two that asks, right. Two asks. Okay. So my first ask is I would love to hear your feedback. Um, man, woman, doesn't matter if you care about beauty and wellness. I'd love for you to go on askmirror.com, subscribe, and then just hit reply. Super easy. And just let me know what you think. I don't care if you hate it. It's okay. You won't hurt my feelings. Um, but second of all, yes, I am raising, um, 
going to be raising very soon. And uh, if you are an early stage investor um, or know any good angels that might be interested in investing in kind of consumer media, beauty, wellness, um, I would love an intro. And really, more importantly than kind of raising money, I'm looking for partners. So people that you think might be a good fit for our business model. So uh, how many people are on your team? Um, so right now, um, it's me and a, an amazing beauty writer named Kimberly, Kimberly Arnold. Um, she's helping me write a lot of the content. And then I had a technical co-founder, um, but unfortunately he actually just had to step down, um, due to sort of personal, personal issues that were happening in his life. Yeah. Um, so it's me, myself and I, (laughs) um, and actually, you know, if any of you are in LA, uh, or the area and you're interested in what I'm working on, I'd love to talk to you. I'm definitely kind of looking to expand the team now. And where can they connect with you? Uh, send me an email. Katia, K-A-T-I-A at askmira.com. Um, or you can send me a message on LinkedIn. And where can people find out more about Mira? On the, Are you on Instagram or Snap or? Yes, I am on everything. <laughs> but um, if you check out our uh, Mira Instagram, you sort of see the latest there. We post on it almost every day. It's uh, at askmira. So at A-S-K-M-I-R-R-A. Um, yeah, I'd love for you to hit us with a follow. And why LA and not build your company in the Bay Area? I mean, why come back to LA? Yeah, totally. That's a, that's a great question. So initially, it was really just a financial constraint. Um, I was in the Bay for college, and then I was up there to work in uh, VC. And the price of, of living up there was just so high. All my savings were really going towards rent and commuting from SF to Palo Alto. Um, and in order for me to really uh, bootstrap this company and and not have to com- completely uh, deplete my savings, said, OK, you know, I have family out in L.A. I'm going to come down here. So initially it started out as a financial constraint. But right. since being down here, um, I've realized that this is an amazing ecosystem to build a consumer startup, especially for us because we're focused on media. So it was really sort of a happy accident that now we're um, growing our company out here. That's awesome. And where where in LA are you guys based? Uh, we're working out of Cross Campus in oh, cool. Santa Monica. Yeah. yeah, it's been awesome out there. It's a great space. What Cross Campus is a great resource to integrate into LA Tech. What are some other resources that you recommend to really know what's happening in the LA Tech community or to meet other like-minded people? Yeah, totally. So, um, well, for one, I've been going to the Mountain Gate series. Yes, which, which is how we yeah, found each other. Exactly. I love Sophia Parsa's... Um, you know, event, you know, every, everybody who I've met in LA tech ends up being at these events. So not only do I get to kind of, um, uh, keep track or really maintain the network that I've built out here at those events, but really meet awesome people. And this is how we met too. So, so it's a great place to, uh, keep the old and find the new. Totally. And we have an episode focused on Mountain Gate. So definitely feel free to check out that episode. Um, and what's really cool is once you go to a Mountain Gate dinner, which is invite only, but once you do attend, you're able to be a part of this secret Facebook group. And so you can meet all the other Mountain Gate attendees, which is really, really nice. And that's how we met each other. Yeah, we awesome. didn't even meet at the physical yeah, event, no, right? Literally yeah. through a, a Facebook. Facebook message. <laughs> yeah. Long shot. And I'm so happy. What, <laughs> what LA tech companies or talent have you come across lately? The, someone who's really impressed you. So I love the founders at Everipedia. 
Um, I'm not Ooh, sure if you know them. No. Mahode and Sam. Where are they based? They're working out of um, uh, oh, one of the founders' homes in Westwood. Cool. Um, they've turned in their uh, turned their apartment into like a hacker space. Uh, reminds me a lot of the hacker spaces I would hang out in Palo Alto. So it was very nice, sort of familiar feel. Um, but the they're they're truly you know, both the definition of um, hustlers. Uh, What's they, the company do? Yeah. So they're creating a democratized version of Wikipedia. So anybody can create a page. Um, and there's so much more information on on their site than, than Wikipedia. They have, uh, I'm not sure exactly what the number is, but way more pages than Wikipedia. Did you moment. say it's called Everpedia? Everpedia. Everpedia. Yeah. Do, do you know how to spell it by chance? I believe it's yeah. E-V-E-R. I P E D I A. But you guys, just in case, Carl, love you, Carl. Carl, our amazing teammate, will put it in the show notes for us so we can just click and you guys can check out Everpedia. So rad. Um, What do you think defines you as an entrepreneur? Like, why be the entrepreneur you are today? You know, I I mentioned this earlier in the podcast, but, you know, I, I firmly believe that you know, you should dive in and become an entrepreneur if you find a space that you're truly passionate about. And that sounds so cliche, but having met so many founders and actually having worked on a product last year in the messaging space, um, which wasn't my ultimate passion. Right. I, I love messaging. I love Snapchat. I convinced myself that I was passionate about the messaging space. Um, um and, you know, the difference between working on something in the messaging space and now beauty uh, is just has been so dramatically different right. for my morale. Right. You know, I'm, you know, working you know alone most of the time. And it's, a, you know, being an entrepreneur is a very isolating experience. Um, so if you are genuinely passionate, that's the only thing that I, I think is really going to get you through the lows. Right. Um, and there are many more lows than highs. Um, so... Uh, if you do have that passion, I encourage you to dive in um, and, you know, I'd love to you know talk to you about it. Um, but, you know, if you feel like you want to start a startup because it, you feel like it's time for you to start a company, I, I think it's, you know, it's going to be to your detriment. Thank you yeah. so much for being on the We Are Thank like you Tech so podcast. much. This was amazing. You said this Thanks was your first me. podcast? This was. Yeah, I've never recorded anything before. <laughs> it's actually the first time that I'm actually publicly talking about Mira. So this, no way! Yeah, I, I had that. I had no idea what was going to come out of my mouth. Um, so hopefully hopefully uh, you all enjoyed listening to me ramble a little bit. <laughs> uh, well, I loved it. I think, I think you've been great. And I'm so excited to share your story with everybody. If you guys want to connect with more amazing people like Kat, Go to wearelatech.com slash VIP. There's over 800 awesome LA tech people in there ready to collaborate and help propel you to the next level in your startup. And remember, you can always connect with us at wearelatech on Twitter or with me at Esprit Devora. I will see you guys, hear you guys, talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Imagine living your normal day and getting your car fueled up on demand. Seriously. Check out LA Startup Refill Fuel and enter code WeRLA Tech for $10 off. That's Refill Fuel. It's amazing. Literally, you can be anywhere and have your gas totally topped off the tank and not even have to deal with it. No more gas stations. So go to refillfuel.com. That's R E F I L L F U E L.com. 
code WEARLATECH for $10 off. Our incredible partner, Hack Reactor, helping people become legitimate engineers, is offering an outstanding scholarship program. If you don't take advantage of this, that's just nuts. Go to hackreactor.com slash scholarships and enter in we are LA Tech. That's hackreactor.com slash scholarships and enter the code we are LA Tech. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL most valuable listener at we are LA Tech.love. Linked in the show notes.